Good morning, everybody. It is Claire. Uh, as you can see, there's only one jaguar in the jungle this morning. It's just me, unfortunately, due to life just being life. Um, Alex could not make it this morning, but I decided to give the people what they wanted and do a reunion recap. So I'm sitting in the studio here with Danny, who's going to just listen to me talk to myself for the next hour, probably more like 30 minutes today. Um, he also talked me into going live, which I'm very nervous about. So if I'm coming across as nervous, it's because I definitely am. But uh, I'm just really grateful to be here. Um, first of all, I want to give a big thanks to everybody that helped put on the reunion, because again, it wouldn't have been possible without you guys. I wouldn't have planned it. I'm not organized enough. And I just really wouldn't have wanted to either. Um, the event was a whole lot of fun, but I just wanted to touch base with everybody, let you know how the tailgate was that nobody showed up to. Um, the actual event, me getting ready for the event, um, and all the fun stuff that happened. I really enjoyed seeing everybody and seeing what everybody was up to. It was crazy that so many people were still themselves, but like a grown-up version, and it was really, really cool. Um so the first night we had the tailgate, supposedly. Well, the tailgate was canceled, but I ended up showing up because I was like, go Jaguars, we're going to do this. I actually hooked up with uh, Lena Henley, who was one of my really close friends, especially in middle school. Um, it's crazy how different your 20s can be because she very much uh, has like a family and kids and I can barely take care of myself. Um if you want to talk about somebody that was like made to be a mother, it was definitely her. But I ended up showing up to the game and I saw that it was cash only. And I was like, what in the 2010 is going on up here? Um, but luckily I found a QR code and was able to get in. And Lena had an extra bra bracelet for the tailgate. So she let me go in with her and I hung out with her family and we caught up on life and how great she's doing and how beautiful she is. And we were like, well, we'll walk around and see who we can see. And nobody was there. Not a single person was there that I saw that I knew. I was like, well, this is a good start to the weekend. This is phenomenal. Great. So, But it was really, really nice to catch up with her. Um, later in the night, I had, there were a couple people that showed up uh, that I was good friends with. It was Anna Baker, Mark Dawson, and Ben Branson. And they were doing really, really well. They all looked really cool and really hip. And I was like, oh, they are just thriving. Um Two of those people live locally. Mark Dawson actually flew in all the way from L.A. to come to the reunion, which was awesome. And you want to talk pe about people that still have, like, that youthful joy in their eyes that are, like, still excited about life. It was definitely Mark, and it was wild because I think it's because he left Mississippi. Uh, and I don't know. They were just doing really well. The band had left already, and uh, Anna really wanted to see the band, but I was like, it's homecoming night. Um, the Jaguars also lost. I didn't really watch the game, but we did not win. Um, later that night, they ended up going out to the bar. And because of the whole sobriety thing, I was like, I'm going to have to pass. Which ended up sending me into a little bit of a panic, I guess. Or not a panic. I was like, I was just anxious because I, of course, wanted to go. But I know where I'm at right now and that I wasn't able to. So I went home that night. And honestly, I was real big in my feelings. Like I... Um, I, I just was super in my feelings because I wanted to go out to the bar and hang out, but I knew that that wasn't, like, in my best interest. Um, I said if they needed a DD to give me a call, and I went home. Um, the next morning, I texted a couple of friends, and I really didn't want to, but somebody suggested that I go to a meeting because they were like, go get advice from people that have done this before and have been there. And so I wasn't super anxious for the reunion, but then I was really anxious. Um, so 
I ended up going to a meeting, got some really good advice, and that actually set my day off in a great way because I then I had like a toolbox of things that I was able to uh, go off of, like how I could react to things and be sure that I had my own way out and all that kind of stuff. Um, that day I was still not prepared. I did not have shoes or earrings. I'd gone like two days before to get a dress. I took my best friend Peyton Dill. And if y'all don't know Peyton, he's 22 and he has Down syndrome and he is my absolute best friend, friend for real. And he is, um, phenomenal, but he's also very brutally honest. So I knew when I was trying on dresses that he would tell me if he didn't like them or not. But I was actually in the dressing room trying on dresses and he came out and he was standing outside with the other men who stand and watch their ladies try on dresses. And he was like, she's going to a reunion. She just quit drinking. And I was like, dude, we don't need to be telling everybody my business. I say, as I'm on Facebook live, telling everybody my business. Um, and I don't know, it was just goofy, and he helped me pick out a dress, which was fine and fun, but I was still so nervous about this dress code, because I was under, I, I didn't know what the dress code was, I still didn't know what the dress code was, and I uh, found a dress, and then the day of the reunion, um, we got up that morning, and we met with some friends at the reservoir, which used to be our big thing, like, we would hula hoop, we would just, that was where we went in high school, is we hung out, and so I went out there and hung out with a good group of people, some of which had kids. Uh, Grace Sullivan has the cutest, chunkiest child that you've ever seen in your entire life. He is precious. Um, Lee Allison was there and brought her mom and Asher, and he's just as cute as can be, too. Um, our little friend group like hung out for a while, and but I have the bladder of like a 90-year-old woman. And so I ended up, I wasn't even able to stay for long because I had to leave and drive to a gas station and then I came back and then I was embarrassed because I had to go to the restroom again so I left again and I was like I'm not I'm not going back up there so but it was fun to see everybody and then I frantically went to dirt cheap I went to dirt cheap and I got all of my uh I ended up thank god I found a pair of shoes and earrings which I know people are like it wasn't that big of a deal but it was to me because I you know I don't have events to dress up for so I was looking forward to dressing up but I ended up getting home and I had like an hour to get ready which was very very stressful very overwhelming and I also never put on makeup so I forgot how much time that took um we were all meeting at Anna Baker's house to like hang out beforehand I'm always very fashionably late I was early for my birth and that's been the only thing that I've been early for in my entire life um I ended up showing up as they were leaving to go to Dooling Hall. And uh, I don't, it, I was, again, still stressed and about as stressed as I am about being on live on Facebook right now. But um, it was just, it was cool. See, again, anxiety, I'm better playing off somebody. But um, we ended up going to the reunion. Um, I ended up, riding with some people which was not the plan because I was going to drive but I rode with some people up there and we get into the event and nobody was taking tickets nobody was there making sure that we had RSVP'd so if you did not pay a ticket and wanted to be there you could have just been there and I walked in and to my dismay there was a black light so I'm glowing like a disco ball but as soon as I got in there and I saw these familiar faces I was like okay this is going to be fun this is going to be cool I ended up walking in and um, I was really, really grateful for all the people that came up and said that they had listened to the podcast. Um, I really wasn't expecting that, but it 
made me feel like I was doing something that was fun and cool. And I don't know, I was really proud of myself to do the podcast anyway, but I was more, it was really cool to see that other people enjoyed it, to see what we had to say. Um, the first thing I noticed when I walked in that all the women aged very, very, very well. Like all, every single woman that I saw was absolutely beautiful. Some of the men did not age as well. <laughs> they were, they, y'all look, some of y'all look a little older, which I can't talk like, you know, but it is what it is. Um, so I walked in, I started talking to people. Alex was there. Of course, we were having a good old time. Um, walked over to the bar area and I heard that they were only serving beer and wine and tequila, I think was the only, which, you know, good for y'all. Y'all have a good old time. But I also love how complimentary wine drunk girls are. They are so kind and so sweet. And they, I don't, they, you're so cute. You're so great. All, everybody was so complimentary of each other, but I also really appreciated how honest everybody was like, I was going in there to expect everybody to hear all the good things. And I heard a lot of people that were just going through stuff in life, which is just wild. Um, I don't know. Sometimes in my own little world, I think that I'm the most important thing or the only person that's having a hard time in life. And it was cool to hear people talk about how they weren't doing great, but they were trying to pretend like they were doing great for this. Um, There were some people there that I was really impressed that had like, come into themselves like they just looked cool they looked more confident with who they were than they were in high school so we all hung out you know everybody at the start of the night at dueling hall did kind of stay within their general cliques like their cliques that they were in is is kind of where they hung out but as the night went on and as the alcohol kept flowing people started walking and mingling a little bit more which was a lot of fun um we ended up the there was no DJ, but they were playing music and then they started doing the group dances that I never learned or never learned how to do. Um, Alex was such a hoot. He was really much into Hey Destiny, how are you this morning? Yeah, sure, totally. Hit me up because I definitely need to guest star at some point. But uh so we ended up Uh, They were doing the group dances, not a big group dance person. Uh, Alex was cracking me up because he was walking around mingling with everybody as he does. But he had a big rant that he was on. He was like, I'm three beers away from talking about the Ukraine and then proceeded to talk about the Ukraine for such a long time. Um, It was it, it was just really funny. I ended up as he got a little more drinks in them. I went over to the bar to try to get a Red Bull because I needed something in my hand to hold and they wouldn't give me a Red Bull. So I talked Alex into trying to go over there and talk him into giving me a Red Bull and they still wouldn't give him a Red Bull because he's a lot more charming and personable than I am. Um, so no Red Bull there. Um, something dropped at some point. I don't know if it was a big dip tray or something, but if anybody knows what that was, it was a very loud bang. Um, a lot of people that had, it was interesting to see how many people from high school were still in couples, which is great for y'all and real cute and sweet. I am not who I was in high school. I have completely, I'm completely different than what I was in high school. And so the people that were couples, I was like, how cute, how sweet they found a true love. But I didn't recognize how many people from our class were together. There were also people that were there that I thought graduated with us that did not actually graduate with us. Like they 
had a partner that was there and they just continued to hang around the crowd. And then there were some people like I, that I didn't even know went not even not only not graduated, but that I didn't know that even went to our high school at all, which again, that just tells you how big of a school it was. Um, it was really nice catching up with like certain people. Sarah Ziegler was one of my really good friends in like eighth grade, I guess. And she has a husband who was real sweet and came up and said cockaroo. And that just absolutely melted. (laughs) But no, he, it was, it ended up being really, really sweet. I talked to her for a long time. Uh, Sarah Beth Hansford was absolutely stunning. She's in Denver as a teacher right now. And she looked so good. Um, I'm trying to think. I saw other people. There was one person, and I won't name drop, but it was a guy that ended up going. He went to high school with us, but he also went to Sunday school with me as a child. And my Nana had a big story about she didn't like this boy. Well, the reason that she didn't like him is because when she was working in the nursery, this guy bit her. And she remembered that all through her life. And any time that she saw this person, she would be like, he bit me. So I saw this guy, and he's a great little grown-up now. Looks like he has his stuff together. But every time I look at him, I'm like, you bit my grandmother. So it was interesting to have, like, past stories of people. Like, there was somebody from kindergarten that always had boogers in their nose. And it was weird to see them as a grown-up because I still expected expected them to sit there and have boogers in their nose. But they were – and then um, I'm trying to think somebody else that was just – oh, um – Kaylee ended up, some people had the most interesting jobs. The most interesting job that I found was somebody that builds playgrounds. Like they design playgrounds and they make, I mean, they make playgrounds. And I I didn't even know that was a job. You think about jobs that you aren't really sure about. And building playgrounds is one of the last things that I would have expected to hear. But it ended up being it was just cool to hear where everybody was at and what was going on. Um, as the night went on, things got more fun and somebody was yelled after party at Shuckers. And I was like, Oh, absolutely not. The swingers bar. Really? We're not, we're not doing that. Like also my old stomping grounds, not that I'm a swinger, but I was like, nah, we're not, we're not doing that. Um, so my little group of people wanted to go to IHOP, but then somebody suggested that we go to the Fondren pub. I actually found it was really cool because I ended up seeing somebody without a drink. And I just mentioned like, I was like, ah, sober. And they were like, actually I'm sober too. And so, and then there was somebody else there that was sober. So we all ended up sitting around and talking about our 12 steps, which was an interesting point of our reunion. Like you wouldn't expect to be sitting with the people that I was talking about 12 steps, but it was also crazy to see that like how that is actually something that, cause I, not that I felt special, but I thought that I would be the only one there. And it was pretty cool to be like, Hey, I'm not the only one that has a problem with this, but not only am I not the only one that has a problem with this, I'm not the only one here that has a problem with this and we're still having fun. Um, Again, I was real nervous about that, but I noticed that I was a lot more confident in myself and sobriety because I knew that if I had been drinking, I would have been like blackout and crying. So it was cool to, my memory is still shot from other things, but um, looking back on it, there was like a comp, I was more confident because I knew that I wasn't going to say anything that I shouldn't say or do anything that I shouldn't do. Um, So the party goes on, everybody's having a good time. They do a big group picture. 
I'm making eyes with people across the room. I just really liked looking at everybody. Um, there was a really cute guy in high school that was a football player. And I, I think he, he might not have played football. I think he did play football. But I used to like message him when I was drunk in high school. And then my he went to my parents' church. And the only reason that I would go with my parents to that church was on the off chance that that man would be there. And that man was there with his beautiful wife and looked just as nice as ever. And I was really glad to see that he was doing well. Um, other people that I didn't know, like, who... The women were just so beautiful. I couldn't get over it. Like, Jasmine Stasher and Bria Lewis looked absolutely phenomenal. Like, they looked incredible. And they're both in the medical field. And I was like, oh, how great. You're you're doing the thing. You're living your best life. I, um, I'm trying to think of other people that were around. Like, I talked to... There were so many different people. Uh, I had a really good conversation with Jane Catherine Norman, who ended up... Turns out her neighbors are her aunt and uh, my neighbors are her aunt and uncle. And it was weird, like the weird connections that ended up being made between people that you didn't know before. The people that were in town, it was crazy that you could go to high school with somebody for such a long time and not know that they still lived in the same city as you. Um, the I just really enjoyed seeing everybody. Um, so... But I really enjoyed the after party. So at some point, somebody that was in charge said that uh, you you can stay. But if you stay, I'm assuming that you're on the cleaning crew. So a lot of, I was like, all right, I'm dipping. I don't want to clean. I'm not in the mood to clean. So a lot of us ended up going over to the Fond Room Pub. And that's when I started to have a good time. Um, we got in, or most everybody got in. Um, and we were all going to the bar and I had, oh, I had a moment that made my little high school heart melt. I was sitting at the bar, I got a Red Bull and somebody was like, how much was that Red Bull? $7. I said, I don't know. I have Alex's card. Oh, and on our walk over, I was talking to Alex, asking him about the podcast and like if he was excited to do another one, but I have video proof that he called me one of his best friends and I am going to live off that for the rest of my life. But I also took advantage of the situation that he had been drinking a little much and told him that he was going to buy my uh, all my Red Bulls for the night, which was going to be great for me because Red Bulls at a bar are crazy expensive. So I'm sitting at the bar and somebody slides me a uh, – the bartender gives me a Red Bull and somebody sitting next to me was like – how much was that Red Bull? Like seven bucks? I said, I don't know. I'm not paying for it. And I was like, your name is so-and-so, right? And they went, yeah. And they looked at me kind of funny. And I was like, uh, Claire Stinson. And they went, Claire Stinson. And I was like, yes. And they said, you don't look the same. And I was like, thank you. And they were like, no, you look good. So I was offended and flattered at the same time, but also like, I, <laughs> I was just, I was like, thank you. I think, um, and so we ended up, I ended up going outside, started meandering, was kind of keeping eyes on my people because I knew that I was driving people home at that point. I really enjoyed, I hung out a lot with uh, Mark Sandifer and Grace Sullivan's husband, um, who was really, really nice. His name is JC, and I can't even remember her married name. Lawton, Lawton, yes, but hung out with them for a while. But also JC, you would have thought he went to high school with us because he was talking about things. He was getting to know everybody so well and was talking about stuff that I didn't even remember. Um, 
as the night went on, the clicks started kind of to dissipate and everybody just started chit-chatting with one another. I ended up having a really, really good conversation with Maggie Townsend about life and just things in general. And she said she's moving back to town. And I was like, hit me up, girl. Let's hang. Um, People that brought their partners, Alex was super against it, but I enjoyed seeing the people that people chose to live their lives with or chose to grow with because, again, you have such these preconceived notions from high school that somebody's going to be a certain way, but then they ended up still holding parts of their personality but growing into something bigger. Or And I don't want to say better because your life goes in different directions. Um, so hung out with a bunch of people making my rounds keeping an eye on Alex who was on the other side of the bar and took one of those sparkly hats and all throughout the night I hear the Ukraine come up he was just talking to everybody about the Ukraine there were two people in the bar that I didn't even recognize because they had such gross spurts like if these people had come up and spit on me in the face I would have had absolutely no idea who they were whatsoever um I don't know. <laughs> Thanks, Danny. <laughs> I wasn't going to acknowledge that. I got a motivational. <laughs> it was a delay. I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> I was like, uh, uh no. Uh, he was giving me a good compliment because I did not want to go live this morning. Um, but again, uh, so talking to people, I ended up running into, uh, Kyle Vance and Peyton Pinson, and we were all in the same first grade class. And Kyle had a memory so good. He was talking about stuff from first grade that I did not remember. But apparently we all kind of had beef with our first grade teacher. Um, I won't name drop just in case, but actually if I saw that woman, I do have beef with her. But there was also a girl in first grade that used to take my snacks all the time. And um, it was a really humbling experience when I had to serve her in the line at the Chick-fil-A drive-thru one time. Um, and, hey, Roy, how's it going? But ended up having to uh, serve her food in the Chick-fil-A drive-thru. And I was like, my first grade bully is now getting food from me, too. But apparently these people had issues with her as well. And she was not at the reunion. I don't think she graduated with us or even continued going to school with us. But it was interesting to be with the people from your first grade class. I think that was something that was cool growing up in the same school system the entire time is that you just, uh, you kind of grew up with these people, but also having these really, really obscure memories that you completely forgot about. Um, I ended up, I was always making my rounds. I ran into Bailey Stokes, who I actually ended up giving a ride home and also asked her to come to this podcast, but she couldn't make it today. Um, and she was real fun. We had a 10th grade history class together. And uh, she actually works for the school now. And I was going to ask her the differences between Madison Central then versus now. But she was really good friends with Jordan. And it, I think they went to church together or something like that. So she ended up coming to our little circle and hanging out. And then there was like cornhole going on in the back. But my favorite was like at the peak of the night when everybody was at peak drunkness was somebody came up to me and they went, I have some drama to tell you, but you have to promise not to name drop. And I was like, girl, give me the tea. Like what's going on? And she said, well, there was somebody that couldn't get into the bar because their ID was expired or something like that. So they ended up sneaking this person over the fence into the bar. She was like, if you had told me that I'd be helping so-and-so over the fence, I would have thought you were 
absolutely insane. I was like, well, what happened? Like, are they here? She said, no. A man on the other side of the bar that was not with our group caught them, and they had to escort this person out. But she got yeeted over the fence and then got kicked out of the bar. But apparently, after they kicked her out, the people that helped get her over the fence went over and, like, told this guy off. And so they were just making eyes at him all night. Um, everybody else was really... Uh, as as I made my way through the groups, it was interesting, interesting to see as the night went on how people were more open, the more alcohol that they had, um, the more stories that they were willing to tell. Um, made plans with, of course, like I always make plans with people. I'm always like, we're going to hang out soon. We're going to, with everybody in town. And I I actually did make plans with one person and ended up hanging out with them, which was really, really cool. But as the, um, we hung out, we did the thing, and the night kept going. And I was like eight Red Bulls in right at this point. So my heart's like beating out of my chest and I'm ready to party. But uh, I ended up running into somebody that worked with Peyton's dad as a firefighter. I ended up running into, um, I already said that I talked about my first grade class. I ended up, I really did a lot of people watching there. I just ended up sitting and watching a whole lot. I was also trying to keep tabs on Alex because all over the place, which is great. And then I was trying to make sure that everybody was okay, everybody was good. But I was also trying to get all the juicy gossip to see because I really wanted to know the thought of if somebody was going to hook up with somebody else was something that I was interested in, So, which is so nosy and so messy of me. But I really, like, I wanted to know. And there were two people. And I was like, aren't they dating? And I was like, oh, well, maybe they did 10 years ago. But, you know, when you're like, drunk and you're making eyes with somebody well I saw them walk inside and she like looked back and I was like oh they're definitely doing something and Grace's husband was standing next to me and he was like they're definitely about to do something so I don't know if they did but like it the energy that they were was definitely there um other people that were doing really well um, oh, I saw Ting Ting at the bar and I was like, I'm going to name drop you in the podcast, but I'm going to talk bad about you. And she leaned forward and she was like, do not say anything bad. I didn't do anything wrong. So this is just a shout out to Ting Ting. Ting Ting looked absolutely phenomenal. Like has definitely had, I don't want to say a glow up because that's not right, but they looked phenomenal and they smelled really good too, which was really nice. Um, I really appreciate when people like, have come into their style and their being like Mark Dawson seemed really comfortable in his own skin. Uh, Grace Sullivan uh, seemed really comfortable in her skin too. Oh, at the reunion, I just want to like, I've had such a girl crush on this person for such a long time. And they, I told them that they give me big legally blonde vibes. Nicole Poole, phenomenal. And I was like, girl, I don't know what's going on with your life, but you look great your Facebook looks great and she's like life's something but I have my cute clothes and that girl does have her cute clothes um who else did I oh Noelle Scribellis looked phenomenal and told me I looked phenomenal which sent my god complex through the roof I was like if Noelle thinks I look good then like we're done for like it's awesome but um Again, it was just so nice to see people, and I feel like I'm kind of all over the place because I don't really have anybody to bounce off of. But running into everybody 
was just such, I, I don't want to say blessing, but it was such a blessing because it was crazy to see how, and mothers like, when people become moms, they get this different energy about them that they didn't have before. And it was so cool to see that. It was cool to see the people that were honest about not having a great time. Um, we ended up staying. Alex was very, very set on only staying for 15 minutes. Like he only wanted to be there for 15 minutes. And that was it. Um, Alex wanted to be the last one to leave the bar that night. He was having a grand old time with his cowboy hat, and he was partying real hard. Um, Ran into, I'm trying to think if there was anybody else that I ran into that was just like insane to run into, but it it really was just a big get-together. It was kind of one of those, you had to be there. Um, As the night, uh, towards the end of the night, it ended up being a table of about 12 of us, and if you had told me that that, group of 12 would be sitting hanging out having great conversations I would have laughed in your face because these this group of people was so they were from such different crowds and but they were all so kind like they were all just good people and I think that was the neatest thing is that I feel like us Jaguars are just good people we're just great people as Alex said we are God's chosen ones and um that we are, that we are, but no, um, towards the end of the night, uh, my little group of people wanted to leave. Alex wanted to stay and I wanted to stay too, because I have big FOMO and I didn't want to miss out on anything. At that point, nothing was happening. Like it was 12 people. There was nothing interesting that could have happened. So Jordan Barr was real set on wanting to leave at that point. And she, she was ready to go and not in a bad, but she was like, I'm ready to go home. I'm tired. So I ended up grabbing everybody and, um, we ended up getting in our car and we went home. Like, uh, the car ride home was a lot of fun because, we were able to talk more in depth about things that were going on with us and with our personal lives. But I ended up driving Jordan, Bailey and Alex home and Alex wanted to play Chinese fire drill and on the way home. And I was like, Alex, we're not playing Chinese fire drill on the way home. This is not a good idea whatsoever. Um, It ended up, we got everybody home safely. Everybody was home safe. Alex uh, ended up staying the night with me at my mom's house, which was fun. And we ended up like just chit chatting and we woke up the next morning and went and got McAllister's and then talked about doing this podcast. And it ended up being a really, really fun night. It was a very long night. Um, I was really grateful the next morning to not wake up with a hangover, which is something that I'm usually very used to is waking up with a hangover. But I remembered everything. And of course, we're a week out from it. And my memory being this age is absolutely terrible. But I just remember feeling a joy that I was able to see all of these people, but also be so proud of where everybody was at. Like every single person that I talked to, even the ones that were honest about having a hard time. I had a couple people that came up. Um, somebody talked to me. They Their father also passed away. And we had a really, really good heart to heart about that. Somebody else had a father that was sick and we talked about that. Um, it was cool to see how interested people were in people were in what was going on in other people's lives. Um, 
but also not in a nosy way, in a genuinely curious, but also wanting to check in with people. Um, it was just such a blessing. Um, it was the closest thing to a prom night that I've had in a long time. And not that we need prom, like I'm almost 30 years old, but it was seeing all these people that we graduated with and seeing how much we grew was an experience that I'm thankful for. And I wish that we didn't do it every 10 years. I'd be fine with every five just because I'd like to see how people had aged. I like to see how people had become successful. I'd like to see the people that weren't where they wanted to be and were honest about it, but you could tell that they were really trying to be good humans. Um, the night was cool. The night was great. I think that, ooh, my brain, I just had a <laughs> thought left my head. I'm, I'm learning now as I'm doing this that I think that I'm going to be a podcaster that needs a guest to help keep my brain on track. But I definitely did want to come on today and just kind of give a rundown kind of of my experience and what happened. I'm still hoping to get together with Alex one time or one day soon and hopefully do this again and really do it properly and have him talk about his experiences about it as well. But everybody looked great everybody we got a big group picture which was awesome all of my pictures turned out awful because of the black light and my hair like glows so I've had to do a lot of balancing on photos but I'm just really grateful for the experience and I'm really really glad again that the people that put it together did I didn't get to talk to everybody there I wish that I would have had a lot more time to speak to everyone but that being said too I'm trying to do a podcast and as you can see from this one I need guests so if you have anything interesting about yourself or if you just want to sit and catch up um, it's very casual there are microphones and headphones but it's pretty fun to do this um if you know anybody else that you think that would enjoy doing this, please hit me up because I think that it could be really cool. Um, thanks again for everybody that is tuning in today. Thank you for giving me a chance and sitting through this of me being by myself. Um, again, you don't know something until you try it. Danny told me, he said, just do it. It's going to be you. It's going to be real. So here I am being real and being me. And uh, life's chaotic, but it's good. So I'll see you guys real soon. Thanks. <laughs>